Hello, everyone. I'm Alex, and I'm going to be natural. I am Dr. Doja, and I am going to be super. Yeah. And I am Dr. O, and I'm going to be the junkie. He's Dr. Dennis, and he is a junkie. I am Dr. Kevin, and we are the, the Supernatural Junkies. Well done. Well done, boys. Welcome to Supernatural Junkies. This is Super Alex, and I'm here with... Well, we're mourning the loss of Dr. Dennis today. Yep. He went down to the sickness. So sad. An but un- you guys pray for him to uh, get better. An unknown sickness. Sure. We could come up with lots of diagnoses, though. Is but, he just uh, playing hooky? Is he just playing hooky? I don't think so. It so. seemed real through the text. For those of you who are way younger, you probably don't even know what playing hooky means. Yeah, that's true. Right. For the rest of us old people, we all know. But we are here today with Dr. Dozier. He is here and it is his episode today. He's got a lot to talk to us about. Say hello. Hello. He's <laughs> going to be rocking it out. He's That's right. We're excited. We're, we get to just sit back and relax. And what are we talking about today, Doc? We're talking about population replacement. Oh, my goodness. Mm. I mistitled this one popularly, you know, replacement theology. He goes, no, that's that's something else. And I go, I know. I just, <laughs> how did I even <laughs> title just it making that? stuff up Just now. making stuff up, yeah. But uh, Dr. Dozier, um, we'll have to sit back and say who's going to do the verse for today. Oh, Kevin. Man, Dennis didn't even Ke- send me I know. one. What's, I mean, he's falling he down on his job today. guess it's just up to you, Kev. Well, let's just do a little shoot in here. So Dr. Dozier has been um, brewing in this for a while, and um, you'll see that you, you think about ah. population replacement, you're going to see, what is that about? Well, you're going to see that the gist of this is that Satan is trying to replace everything that, that God has done and what he's set up and really change humanity into something else. And uh, it's really shocking how every level of our society is really getting hit with this. So I'm going to have to wait on my verse, but um, I think the big one for me is that if you think about what the Bible says is coming, if you think about why Jesus returns, you know, we're seeing this, this image of man that's really being set up in the world. And I think that's what, what everybody is seeing now that we're seeing a new religion we're seeing, you know, it's a situation exactly where Dr. Dennis read last week that, you know, they're celebrating sin, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, we've never seen the attack on the Christian faith. There's more Christians being killed in the world. There's there's more attacks on virtually every foundational. Even the Pope has recently, you know, gone along with, with so many things that uh, saying that, that the ladies can play, I'm sorry, the men can play against the ladies in sports and, and they can begin to marry, you know, people, you know, in the church that are, they're of the same sex. And so we're seeing the entire church, you know, replace everything that we've had previously. And so this is the podcast where we get a chance to talk about standing for your faith. 
and uh, not going along with these replacements. Dr. Dozier. Okay. Um, as we go into this this uh, particular episode, uh, focusing on population replacement, there are some things that we're going to have to challenge or confront. And the main thing that we're going to have to challenge, we're going to have to confront, uh, is what we see as so-called conspiracy theories. So beginning with this, I want to give you a working definition for the word population. And it speaks of the whole number of people or inhabitants in a country or a region. The whole number of people or inhabitants uh, in a country or a region. And then when we speak of uh, replacement, uh, when we talk about replacing something, we're speaking of uh, something that takes the place of another, something that takes the place of another. Uh, so here, we've seen a number of things, and one of the things we think about when we look at this is uh, illegal immigration. In the year 2010, a French author by the name of Renaud Camus authored a book uh, which title translated in English would be known as uh, ABC Darium of No Harm for my uh, English uh, professors. I know in English we would normally say ABC Darium, and this is ABC Darium of No Harm. That would be the English translation. But the next year he uh, wrote a book entitled La Grande Replacement, which is the Great Replacement. Now, this is viewed by some as a far-right conspiracy theory. Uh, and the question is, what isn't viewed as a far-right conspiracy theory today? Uh, I was trying to do some research on uh, conspiracy theories, and I asked the question, why are there no uh, left conspiracy theories. That's what I keyed in. And everything that I would get in, it was always right, conservative, or Christian. And I did get something, why are uh, hmm. liberals not as prone, not prone to conspiracy theories uh, as conservatives? And it could be because liberals make up the conspiracy theories. Just, just, just some food for thought. Right. Okay, just some food uh, for thought. But uh, as I said, this is viewed by the far right, uh, viewed as a far right conspiracy theory where the liberal elites plan to replace or change the demographics of a nation. Mm. Uh, and this would chiefly lead to the Christian Caucasians of a nation becoming the minority and uh, non-Caucasian, non-Christians, uh, mainly immigrants, taking their place. This was how this somewhat read. And I want to go a little further to say, focus on England and France and what he was bringing out there uh, Mr. Renald, by his first name, what he was bringing out there was that there were a number of Muslims and Middle Easterners being brought in those areas, which is true, whether you want to look at that as a conspiracy theory or not. And so this uh, depicts that population replacement will occur in one or two generations, in one to two generations. So that's anywhere from 30, we could say 30 to 60 years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this was in 2010 when this was written, so we could say 14 years are gone. So it appears that the catalyst will be mass immigration. It appears that the catalyst will be mass immigration. Now, you must keep in mind that this is a conspiracy theory. Right. Well, I love conspiracy theories. You know why? Because the book I read says there was a God, and then there's this guy named Satan, right? And he is the adversary, 
and he conspired against God. And so if we're Christians, we have to remember that, that there's been a conspiracy against God since really of the fall of mankind. And we're, we're part of that. And more importantly, that we have an enemy. Once you understand that there's only two ways things happen in the world, either somebody conspired to do them or they happened by accident. Now, when you look around the world, do you see everything happening by accident or do you see a design behind this? And I think that's a good part. And you can see as Dr. Dozier's glowing, he's giving you the people that started this, right? This is a way, as all of these theories are, with the communist theories, etc., the idea is to produce these conflicts, to change something so that they can change the world into the world that they want versus what really is. So they begin to look at uh, Renaud uh, Camus as a conspiracy theorist. But let's look at a definition for a conspiracy theory. Uh, first off, a conspiracy is an explanation for an event or situation that stakes a belief in the actuality of a conspiracy by powerful and sinister groups. And it's often political in motivation when other explanations are more likely. That is the definition for a conspiracy theory. Hmm. Well, in saying this, you know, there's, Okay, so this is from Brookings, and this was um, published in 2018, um, an article by William H. Frey. The U.S. will become minority white in 2045, consensus projects. That falls right in line with what you're saying. Um, so, so they're saying that by that time, the uh, minority group, right, is going to be white. There's going to be less whites than there are now. By 2045, that's what they anticipate. This falls in line with so many of what's happening um, in the reports. If you look, it's I, I, you're going to get into the next part. We'll talk about this, the sperm counts and everything, fertility levels when you get into that as well, because there's all sorts of articles um, about that as well. And so people could say, well, it's conspiracy theory, but there is information to back up exactly what you're saying. Okay, it, It's not like, oh, this is just a story. But isn't that interesting? You know, that this is you're mentioning all this and you're like, yeah, there's reports everywhere. And you can find just, if you guys look it up, the World Health Organization publishes articles saying exactly the opposite. <laughs> right. Oh, well, why would they do that? Hmm. Just to feed the conspiracy theories, right? Just like, well, here's a report that says exactly the opposite. And we know that the World Health Organization is totally a trustable group. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Just kidding. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I've seen some um, some countries in Europe that could have a predominant Muslim population even by 2028 where you know they're actually in the majority let's let's just go through let's go through this and break this down so that we can now investigate and come to some type of conclusion so we'll start by asking the question is population replacement really a conspiracy theory is population replacement really a conspiracy theory well there are different types of population replacement. There's one that comes naturally. For example, replacement level fertility. Alex, you want to talk to us about that a little bit? Sure. So there's actually a couple studies that I looked up that says that sperm counts um, globally are actually um, lowering. And again, once again, we have the World Health Organization who comes out with something that says that absolutely refutes that. However, um, other medical experts have been reporting on sperm counts um, declining. Um, for many years now, they said as of 2020, I believe they said that sperm counts have lowered 50%. And since then, it's even lower. They anticipate that in the next, I believe, 10 to 15 years, the sperm count for male because of the phthalates and um, BPA and everything in the uh, environments in the microplastics and in our bodies, that male sperm count will then drop to only one or two percent viable. So it, it appears as though there's there is something taking place to come against replacement uh, fertility. We look at replacement fertility. We're looking at a level of fertility at which a population exactly replaces itself from one generation to the next. In other words, you all have children, okay? And so it took fertility for that to happen. Not you needing it, but you were fertile. You all were fertile, and you brought forth children. 
And that's when we're looking at replacement level fertility, women birthing children in a nation. And so you have generation after generation after generation coming from, let's use the word, the words, nuclear, the nuclear family. So when we look at replacement level fertility, is that conspiracy theory or is that biblical? Oh, did he go there? Mm -hmm. Well, let's look and see. Let's take a look at Genesis 1, verses 27 and 28. Now, we know the Bible won't call this, but remember the definition. A population exactly replaces itself from one generation to the next. Women birthing children in a nation. Uh, Genesis 1, 27 and 28 reads, God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. And God blessed them and God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it. Be fruitful and multiply. Be fruitful and increase, enlarge and replenish the earth. In other words, they were to fill the earth. Now, we'll go to Genesis 2, and we'll just look at verse 1 in Genesis chapter 2. Well, not Genesis, excuse me, not Genesis chapter 2. I want to go to Genesis chapter 5, I believe it is, Genesis chapter 5. This is the book of the generations of Adam. This is the book of the generations of Adam. Tuleto, generations, Hebrew, Tuleto. And that speaks of the family history, the mm -hmm. family history of Adam, the account of men and their descendants or birth generations. So what we can say is that fertility replacement follows a biblical pattern. Mm -hmm. The family uh, with replacement level fertility, there is no conspiracy involved. The family, nations are built through families within a nation. That's right. So I also want to speak to some of what you're talking about, too. So you could say, like, okay, you know, some of the reports of the lowering sperm count kind of contradicts this. Well, let's look at the populations that are birthing children right now. Those populations don't have a lot of the automation that we have that has, <laughs> let's be honest. So if they're saying that the phthalates and the BPA and all these things in the environment are causing lower sperm counts, let's go to those populations that are taking over and where they're coming from. They don't have those same things in the environment that we do. They don't have that kind of um, modernity and the automation of everything. And so they might not have all those things. So that therefore they would be more fertile. Also in the U.S., there's a rise of something called the dinks. And that is, um, I believe they say 49% of Americans now are what you would call dinks. And what dinks stands for, D-I-N-K, um, is double income, no kids lifestyle. And that's becoming very trendy. But that's the majority of the family people that are on mm -hmm. TikTok. And these are young people that are married. And they have no interest in having children. And they are largely Caucasian. I believe it's, I believe it's, um, it's uh, estimated that and I know you can't have point one, but if they put it all together, 2.1 children, it would take 2.1 children per family mm -hmm. to bring the generation up the way that it should be. Right. And there are, there are nations where it's lower. Mm -hmm. Okay. But when we look at that, that is, and, and this does not, I want to say this, this does not, and we'll get into that later. I'm getting a little ahead of myself. Uh, and I don't want people to take it that way. And once again, don't take it as an apology either. Uh, take it as a fact. This does not take away from immigration, but it must not be illegal. Mm. There are processes because you can overflood a nation with illegal immigration. That's right. Well, wow, that sounds like something that's happening, doesn't the, it? The, the border is is clearly part of of changing the demographics, you know, in, in infusing one culture with another is the best way to dilute that culture and then again change that culture for future generations. And there's no around no around that. And of course, if you've been on the show, we we always are talking about the genetic narratives because again, it talks about that we were created in his image. And that image, that information is in our DNA. And so when we change that DNA, we're changing the information, and that information is determining the image. And that image cannot just be, it's not just the exterior of our bodies, it's the image of our soul. 
the very nature of who we are and our identity. And so we have multiple countries that have admitted that they are absolutely modifying genetic um, of human beings. And we have, you know, the three-person parents. We have um, artificial wombs that are being prepared, right, to where people won't have to be pregnant anymore. You know, everything that, that hip, Hitler was trying to do with the Aryan race is trying to be done right now. And so this is clearly another way in which we're, we're replacing the population. Yeah. And I, I really, I do, I do believe once again that this, this, uh, this conspiracy theory thing on uh, the great replacement uh, must be challenged. And I'll say this again, I, I, I don't believe, and we'll get into that later, but I have to say it, I don't believe it's so much about reducing the Caucasian population, but for some reason, there is a certain population that they want to make a minority. We'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. But here's here, here's a question here. Once again, this is how you attack things. You have to attack things with facts. Has there ever been a great replacement in the past or a replacement in the past? Well, I can go straight to the Bible and show you one. Mm. Okay? Now, in 2 Kings, we get around chapter 17, I'm going to get to a point there, 2 Kings chapter 17. Uh, we have to go to the history of Israel. During the time of Solomon, because of Solomon's sin, God divided the nation. He said, but I won't do it during your lifetime. I'll do it during the time of your son. And his son, Rehoboam, we know that uh, Rehoboam made some unwise decisions, listened to uh, inexperienced individuals, and the nation ended up being divided. You had the northern kingdom, Israel, and the southern kingdom, Judah, a line had to be left for the coming of the Messiah. Mm. And Samaria became the capital of the northern kingdom, whereas Israel was the capital of Judah. Uh, Jerusalem was the capital of the southern kingdom. But uh, the northern kingdom would end up going into captivity uh, over a century before the southern kingdom. And the reason that they went into captivity was because of the fact that they became like the other nations. They fell away from God and they would not listen to the voice of the prophets and the seers. So it was the uh, nation of Assyria, which was the dominant power when uh, the northern kingdom went into captivity. And the king at that time, be it Sargon or Esarhaddon, one of them, uh, the king of Assyria removed the people from the land. He removed the people out of Samaria. Uh, And this was due to the judgment of God. And what he did is the king of Assyria brought men from Babylon and from Cutha and from Ava and from Hamath and from Savarim and placed them in the cities of Samaria instead of the children of Israel. And they possessed Samaria and dwelt in those particular cities. So what do we have? We had people from various nations that were transplanted into the northern kingdom of mm. Israel. And that is saying they were moved or transferred to another place and another situation. Now, in this political move, and it was a political move because the king mandated it, the king decreed it, the king ordered it. In this political move, the king of Assyria moved people from their home nations into the land of Israel. It says, and so it was at the beginning of their dwelling there. It tells us what they did. They feared not the Lord, and therefore God brought a judgment about uh, eventually they brought the leaders of that land in there to teach them and the people ended up being worse off than they were. They end up fearing God and still worshiping idols and that will make them even worse. So you say pe- that again, doc, they were worshiping God. They feared God. They, they feared fe- Jehovah. They feared God and worship idols because they brought when, when God brought his judgment into uh, Samaria. There were lions. They had been there long enough for the lions to populate and uh, people were being attacked and of course the Syrians took this as something from God and so the king wanted them to, he said, the people who came from this land, get their, get their priests and let them teach us about their God. Remember, mm-hmm. but these people are polytheistic so it's adding another God. So oh apparently this God is not pleased. And so they, they fear Jehovah. It was not a, a, a real reverential fear per se. Uh, because they did not know him. They feared God, and they still worship idols. So mm-hmm. it was like he was added as one of their gods, which made it even worse 
for them. Mm. And, and so when you come into a land and you come from another land, uh, we need to know what's coming. And God had a way before that. And, and we'll get deep into that part. But people could come into Israel. But there was a, even Old Testament times, there was a process that they had to go through to come there. Mm. And when they came there, they would have to end up turning to the God of the people of the land, which was the true and living Lord. Mm. So the people from different nations took uh, possession of Samaria, which was a capital city, and they inhabited other cities. So, yes, there was a replacement that took place mm. in the past, and this was no conspiracy theory. Mm. Wow. And so wow. this would be my question, because when you were, I got chills when you said they feared God and they worshiped idols. Mm -hmm. Now, how do you think that applies to America, right? I mean, we have in God we trust on our dollar bill. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there's this fear, basic acknowledgement. But then what are we really doing? I mean, do you guys see that or no? I mean, I see yeah. it clearly. And yeah. so you can see in some ways they were diluting their faith, right? Because these people brought in all of these you know, concessions, right? To concession to worship this false God and that false God. And America has now consumed by these false gods of beauty, money, fame, right? You look at all these these false gods that we have and even the idea of inclusion, right? Um, unless you have standards, right? <laughs> and then you can't be included, right? right? But, you know, that's why I say you just look at that. It's even in Florida, a lot of the license plate have in God we trust, so there's this sense that we're all okay with that statement. And even today, you can hear, uh, you can hear, if you pay attention to it, you can hear politicians who will pull verses out of the Bible, but yet they will use them to support things that God says are an abomination to him. And so you have something else that you hold in high regard, but mm. yet you claim to be able to use the word of God without standing on the word of God. That's right. That is our foundation. Well, it also brings to mind our last few episodes, because when you really look at what's behind wokeism, they are trying to burn everything to the ground. That's why they in, in, immediately the BLM actually attacked the nuclear family, saying that this is actually part of what, you know, this this white privilege is really all about, mm -hmm. right? So it's very interesting that, that there's no way to fix these things. So it has to be all burnt to the ground to start all over, which means it has to be replaced, right? So here's a question, and uh, I believe you all have a lot to say about this. Should we have concern about a great replacement taking place in the United States, or would that fall under conspiracy theory? Mm. And what I what I want to focus on a topic that a topic that people try to take away from us. And when I say try to take away from us, I mean the citizens of this country who want things done right. I don't believe there's too many people. I'm sure there are probably some, but I don't believe there are too many people who have a problem with immigration. Mm -hmm. I believe the problem is when it's illegal. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, when you look at political correctness, the word illegal now is not supposed to be placed in front of immigration. immigration. Mm. Okay. Because what it does is it causes you to focus on the action that has really taken place. And I want to stamp something out too. You will hear the word, well, all of us, everyone in this country, we are a country of immigrants. Uh, excuse me. But I do believe that there were Native Americans here before <laughs> any of us came here, however we got here. Be it you came on a ship freely or be it you came bound on a ship, however you got here, if you got here on a plane or whatever it may have been, uh, there were a people here who were not immigrants. They are what you would refer to as natives, Native Americans. So right. we've got to be ready to, when we hear these things, we've got to be ready to, uh, we've got to be ready to confront them and have a rebuttal. We have too many people today 
talking like lawyers. A lawyer has a client to defend or, or, or a mm. prosecutor has someone to prosecute and get a guilty verdict. And you can put facts right in front of them, but their mind is going to be focused on winning their case. And so we have to realize that there are people that are going to be like that. So what we have to do, we can't reach them. We've got to overcome them by reaching the masses. Mm -hmm. So let's look at this. Should we have concerns about the great replacement taking place in the U.S.? Illegal immigration. Here's the first question. Why would we say, or why is there illegal immigration? Because we don't have a border. Right. I mean, they said in 2021.6 million in 2022. Um, and this you know, presumably because they have these numbers, we'll have to assume that they came over legally, right? So there's this 2022 was 2 million immigrants on the southern border. That's just the southern border. That doesn't include any other immigration um, that we might have. Um, and that's what we know of came through, right, legally, because we know we counted that number. Um, and this was a part of a lot of what was going on with the border crisis that people didn't realize. The issues and the, the encampments that were happening were because people were coming over illegally, right? There were people that were trafficking children that, you know, not related to them. I mean, it becomes a whole other issue people don't realize. Like, it's, it's not the immigration. My mother's an immigrant, right? I'm part Native American, and my mother, you know, she's Vietnamese, we're first generation. You know, my dad is, you know, um, mixed with other stuff. He's native and um, Welsh. But yeah, so my mother is an immigrant. I mean, so we're not, that's not something that we're against. But the illegal stuff, yeah, because there's so many problems that that comes in. I mean, how many times have we heard the stories about the people that are in prisons in those southern areas, right, that have come been let go to come here? So most of us are aware that the population around the world is still skyrocketing. Mm -hmm. You know, we're at eight, how many billion people? But if you look in Europe, a lot of the European countries are now 1.2 to 1.4 for basically couples having children. Of course, and Dr. Dozier mentioned is 2.1 plus to, to even maintain your society. America, last time I checked, was 1.7. Now that's almost not recoverable. And so this is why we actually need immigration. But again, we should be taking the people that are the best candidates, right? And so this is where we could use our embassies around the world. And of course, we have the soil ministry serving others in love in Honduras. And we were trying to use the U.S. embassy to help get some Hondurans here. A lot of people are familiar mm -hmm. with how many came up from Honduras all the way to the Mexican border. And you know, we're obviously turned away, et cetera, et cetera. But there, there should be a way to get these people in this country and then vice versa, you know, take the best ones that are the best candidates. That's why some of the campuses we had down there, we also were trying to teach English as a second language because that would be, you know, pretty amazing to be able to come here and also speak English. So that's, that's why immigration is needed. But at the same time, that's because of the destruction of the family. People aren't having children. But also ask the people that are in Texas right now that are having that crisis of people that are coming through illegally that are criminal, that are um, just coyotes, right? They're trafficking people over here, but they're doing it in the worst way possible. You know, they're murdering people. They're also coming on to ranchers' lands because if a land is so large, they might not know they're there. And they are doing really awful things to the people that live there in Texas. You know, and that's, that is a lot of what's happening right now. And these people are coming through illegally. I don't think people have a problem with legal immigration. It's when it becomes a free for all. And we're just letting um, we're literally releasing them from the prisons, the worst of the worst drug dealers and saying, hey, come on in, do yeah. what you will here because we don't want you in our you know, country. Wow. Awful. Dr. Doji, you got a headline oh, to wow. read us there. I was just I've kept this on my phone since we left uh, Afghanistan, the pictures of the people uh, running after the plane, climbing mm. up on the plane, falling mm. from the plane, and I've kept them on it. And the question is, do we even know who the majority of those people were? Mm. Do we know uh, who, they, who they were? 
And even as we go through the need, as I heard Dr. Cruz saying, we do have a need, and I agree. But I believe that we contribute to that need. Uh, when I say we, I'm speaking of the nation. And I'll make it totally clear, I'm against it, always have been against it. Uh, but we, we don't have a problem eliminating That's right. uh, our replacements. Yep. Through fertility, because there are fertile people who choose to abort. Yes. The life which their fertility has conceived within. Mm. And so there are millions when you look at that Mm. and it does get Mm. you to the point of where is the sinister? Where is the sinister mindset coming from? Is the is the sinister mindset in, as they would say, Far right, which I hate these labels, far right, far left. You either believe something or you don't. But we say the illegal immigrants, so illegal immigration, so I say. And so the next question is, who does it benefit? Who does illegal immigration benefit? Mm. Go there. Not me. <laughs> Why are you looking at okay, me? Okay, I'll, I'll start it off. I, I, and I, and I, I intentionally put these questions out Oof. so that we can think, the audience can think. I believe that it benefits, I do believe that it benefits an elite group of people. That's right. I do believe that it benefits the elitists. I believe it benefits uh, a certain power structure mm-hmm. that may want to stay in power. I believe it benefits those who want cheap labor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I when we ask who does it benefit, I believe it benefits those who want to change this country. Mm. Uh, I believe it it benefits. Uh, I, I believe it uh, uh, benefits taking us from a nation that. And, and I've heard people say this, well, we're not a Christian nation. I've heard mm-hmm. Christians say that. And shame on you for saying that. Because mm-hmm. if we're not a Christian nation, it's your fault. Mm-hmm. Because Jesus told us to go out into all the world and teach all nations. Mm-hmm. And so if we're not Same. a Christian nation, that means that we have, either everybody has rejected us or we've done a bad, a bad, uh, we've done a bad job of doing yep. what we're supposed to do. Yep. So mm-hmm. when we say things, you need to think it through when, when you say it. Uh, I believe that uh, it ben- it does benefit those uh, who are coming in because uh, there are a lot of things that they'll get that those of us who have been here, uh, some of us have uh, took a lifetime, it's been a lifetime uh, storing up for the future, our retirement, certain benefits, uh, even having lower taxes, and so it benefits those who are coming in by, as we saw with the, the, the people who were brought into Samaria, being able to possess what we have built up. And Well, you also have the issue that if you look prophetically in the world today, the only thing that's really stopping this replacement that you're talking about, really the freedoms that we have around the world, the only thing stopping Russia, China from, from doing this, stopping the Great Reset, is, is the United States of America. And so we have become the target. And so anything that they can seduce us into, they're, of course, saying you're just, you're racist if you don't want an open border. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't like people. You're not trying to help the world. I mean, there's all these reasons why they guilt us into justifying this. But no nation that is that has the enemies in the world that we have would have an open border. 9-11 proved that this is the dumbest idea that has ever, it's really just a, it's just a situation of traitorism, you know, to, to not have a border and to indiscriminately let whomever. And we talked about multiple pastors that were invited to this area that were so impacted by the busload after busload of Chinese nationals. These are all young fighting age men. Mm-hmm. Where will they go? We talked about China, their infiltration of the entire world, their cultural system. It's just, it's it's coming in to replace everything. Yes. And so that's, that's the next question. Does it appear to be a form of replacement? And if the answer is yes, mm-hmm. what does it replace? 
Number one, workers. Right. Number two, patriotism. Yes. Can somebody comment on that? Well, guess what? They are absolutely trying to label Christian nationalists. Now, what is a nationalist? A nationalist is somebody that believes in the national pride that that America is a good country worth fighting for. That's what a patriot is, right? So when you say this, after 9-11, what did everybody say? United we stand, divided we fall. Well, that was the last patriotic okay, movement that we've seen in this country. And so you can see now here they're turning around and demonizing. And they said, literally said this, that, you know, the terrorist threat is not as bad as the threat we pose in America from the Christian nationalist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, you think about that. Has the Christian wow. nationalist really ever done anything? Well, man, you think about, I think Timothy McVeigh blew up building, um, but I'm not really sure he was a Christian. <laughs> he might have been a, a nationalist. He might have thought of himself as a patriot. But you see, it, it starts to become a pretty short list of exactly who these people are that they're going to demonize. Mm-hmm. Alex. Now, this one, mm-hmm. Alex, this one, Alex, here we go. Strong. Uh-oh. Does right. it appear to be a form of replacement? If the answer is yes, the question was, what does it replace? About voters. Well, yeah, but then also you switch the population, right? I mean, <laughs> you no longer become a Christian nation because you're bringing people in that have very different beliefs. And that's what you're replacing, right? When you're bringing, talking about just the Southern border, bringing in 2 million people a year. Think about that. Think about how easy that, and just look around too. It doesn't take much to see that we're being replaced, right? Cause if you change, that's the whole point, isn't it? To change the way we vote. That it, and because, and that's why we're redrawing borders here and there to change that particular population to vote the way these elites want that vote to go well and look at the drugs you know china is the only people that really know how to manufacture fentanyl isn't it interesting that that's what's coming through our border enough is coming through our border every month to kill every man woman and child in america but you don't think anybody's going to ever use it to do that so when you talk about weapons oh, these days uh, what could they do to bring down america you can see this well, just inside. gets bad but this is the number one killer of our children right now are these drugs that are coming through our border. You look at all the the Mexican cartels that really rule South America are one of the top five most powerful entities in the world. And we're giving them free reign to come into our country and set all of this stuff right up. The mafia is alive and well, and this is where it's coming from. And look at the crime in this country, because these are the people that we've been letting in. We are dealing with an absolutely epidemic of, of violence, especially in the big cities. I want to say this. People who have come to this nation right. the right way, they've come legally. Uh, it needs to be understood that, from my, at least from my understanding, the majority are not for illegal immigration. No. They probably have family members that are waiting their turn to get here. Absolutely. But it's not happening. And then we have to remember, let's just look at people who have come from hardships. And they've they've come here. They've come from hardships. uh, and 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 they've come to this nation. Yes, they recognize what it was that they came from. And they don't want the hardship following them. For example... Gang members, criminals, uh, drug dealers, or whatever it may be. If they're getting away from that, they don't want that following them where they're coming. Or communism. Communism. (laughs) Communism. Uh, They don't want that. Uh, So we have to look at all of these things. Now, I I, want to go a little bit further. Uh, I know we're getting close to the end. But what we want to do is we want to come at every argument that there could be to say, oh, more conspiracy theorists. So here we go. Okay. If not replacement, could it be augmentation of the population by way of illegal immigration? And 
And um, I don't want to insult your intelligence, but when we look at augmenting something, that's the action or process of making or becoming greater in size or number. So could you be augmenting, okay, since you say, okay, replacing, that's not, so what about augmenting? Could you be augmenting the population? And now with that one, that would be a hard one to deny because we've had, just in 2023 alone, how many millions of people came across? Southern border, two million, right? So you're you're talking about almost four million in what, last three years yeah one of the studies i showed there's 38 states in the country that have less people in them than the number of people that have come through in the last couple of years so this is a a great augmentation but guess who's sponsoring them it's the the let's we hate to say left right whatever but it is the democrats because they specifically are very open right that they that's why they're bringing them over that to, to make them democrats let's bring them over let's give them a towel right and some snacks and say, hey, it was given to you by the Democrats. Let's bring you into a state like Florida or Texas, right? And um, we'll, we'll give you all this stuff, right? We'll, we'll help you with your job. We'll give you health care. We'll give you all this, all that. But it's largely Democrat, let's face it. Like, that's, that's exactly what's happening because that's the way they want it. That's, they want them to, be, to associate them when it's time to vote, when they get their driver's license, right, w- which they're going to get, when they get their ID, which is one of the first things they get when they get here. A so, legal ID. I mean, the bottom line as well is that you can see in the other party, they're talking about a great deportation. I mean, how do we get our country back and have some of these people that are here? So these are real questions, you know, that that, that this is something that's dividing the country. And uh, certainly, but the people that come in are naturally going to vote for the right for other people to come in. And so this is changing the but voter. There's also a sinister plot behind this, too, because mm-hmm. what about all the children that yes. are unaccounted for the millions of children? I mean, how many hundreds of thousands just in the last year? They were talking about 200,000 children mm. that are unaccounted for that were just lost at the southern border. That takes us back to the who does it hurt? Right. But wh- where are they going? Like in, we know with the sex trafficking, especially with everything that's come out now, we know that that's what most of them are being funneled into. Is that trade? Like, that's who it's hurting. Hurting children tremendously. Yes. Well, it destroys the family. 100. I think the last time we checked on that, it was a seventy to 80,000, somewhere in there, the number of children um, that they know came through the that border. Was the last they three were years. unattended yeah. by their parents, and they don't by have strangers. any record about where they are. Right. No one knows. They're just missing. They're just disappeared. How was that a complete misappropriation? But see, that's what happens children. when it's illegal. Right. Right. There's no way to track that. That's the problem, guys. It's not because we were xenophobes. We hate foreigners. That has nothing to do with it. My mother was a foreigner at one point. That's not it. What we hate is the stuff that that brings into it when it becomes illegal. Then it becomes impossible to track these children because they're being brought in by people that aren't their parents. Which means you're trafficking corruption and sin, the kind of sin that can bring an entire country into judgment. Right. That murders who those people, those children were supposed to be. Mm. It changes them on such a deep level that almost irrecoverable unless God's involved, right? But if they're, the fact that they're being brought into that world means that there's no God for them, mm. right? That they, unless, unless we find them and get to them, who do they have to save them and change them and, and see that they're redeemable, right? right? I, I want to say this, and, and this is for the things that... Uh, Alex and, and, and Dr. Kevin have said, they are so on point. And I want to say this to, to the listeners. I, I do believe that you're great critical thinkers. I really do. And it's very important. Uh, because there are those who will hear the words Democrat or Republican, and then you'll shut things down because yeah. you are locked in to a particular ideology or particular party if it's what you believe and that's what your heart is set on and it's not going to change there's nothing that can be done but if you want to know truth you have to be inductive when i say inductive if you're listening to alex like she was saying we don't want to say left or right but we have to you have to know who's pushing what and that's the first thing you do when it comes to being inductive you have to say who well who is doing this when when were they? Or when are they doing it? Where? Where are they doing it? How? How are they doing it? Why? Why are they doing it? Because when you when you get an intelligent 
uh, when you come to an intelligent conclusion like that, when I say intelligence, I'm saying you're using your mind and you're doing critical thinking uh, and you have to be humble to do that. You, uh, you would be willing to look at things uh, from the lens of if you're a person of integrity, if you are a Christian, you'll be willing to look at things from the lens of the word of God. And you'll be able to look and say, yeah, this, this just does not line up. You can't say, yeah, but none of us are perfect. I believe Jesus said, walk thou before me and be thou perfect. And when he says perfect, uh, that comes from a Greek word, which means to be completely devoted to him. And if we're going to be completely devoted to God, then what we have to do is we have to be completely committed to his word. And we can't say, yeah, but this person feels this way and that person feels that way. And this is important, even if we're going to have a nation that we can recognize. And I would have to say perhaps in the next few months, if we're going to have a nation that we can recognize, we are going to have to see things as they are. And then we're going to have to respond appropriately. Well, you know, it's, it's happening everywhere. The replacement of everything that we know and love. And this is the part where we have to learn to stand for Christ. You know, even though we, we know that the Pope now is saying that women or men can compete against men, right? Even though they're marrying, you know... Uh, Wait, women can, men can compete against women. Yeah, men can compete against women. And even though they're now marrying same-sex couples, the reality is, is that there's a lot of people very high up in the Catholic Church that are just going to say, no, we're not going to do that. And so this is what's going to happen when we start to see the people we know and love start to flip on things because we have the whole world is now starting to drink the Mm Kool-Aid. The Bible warned of this great falling away Mm -hmm. and see, you can see it happening all around you. And there's no way that a Pope can say something like that without saying that every Pope that's ever come before him was wrong. You imagine the, the idea of that, right? So this is the same thing as we look to the powers that be in our lives. And I know that's where Dr. Dozier's going. We need to look at these powers and we need to replace them with Jesus. Whoever your power is, there, there is no power in yes. heaven or earth. Jesus is the one who holds all of that power. And he is the one we cannot allow anyone to replace him in our lives. All right, and cave to majority, because that's what's happening with the Catholic Church, uh, that they're saying that. They're caving to the majority, yeah. right? And that's... And, and, and it's not just them. We've talked about the, the, the Sparkle Creed, and mm-hmm. you know, so many other churches have given in before that, right? But this is, this is what Dr. Dozier's talking about. Is this a conspiracy, or is this really happening? I, if, I, if I might, I want to make a closing statement, if okay, a closing statement. Yeah, when population replacement takes place in ways other than generational childbearing and families in a nation, and I would also like to include adoption when adoption is necessary, uh, and also when there's legal immigration, uh, but when it takes place in other ways, it should be taken seriously and closely examined. Now, the phrase conspiracy theory has come to be an overused labeling for any view which questions issues and schemes that draw the concern of those who are bold enough to challenge those issues and those schemes. It is no conspiracy theory that illegal immigration is detrimental to any society. You can look at Europe. You can look at the United States. Mm-hmm. Immigration, though, is not the problem. Yep. Government allowing illegal entry into the country or a country is the problem. Amen. So perhaps we have population, population augmentation with no bounds. We could have that. But there most likely is not a plan. This is from my, my viewpoint. There's most likely not a plan to reduce the, pop, the Caucasian population, but there does appear to be a sinister reason for allowing illegal entry into the country at such an alarming rate. Agreed. Well, and you know, here's another passage, Dr. Dennis. <laughs> Missing you, brother. So, 
you know, there's a passage in the Bible, you know, where Israel was an interesting country because it really, you know, had these prophets and the prophets really led them, right? Mm -hmm. But the age of the prophets actually ended up ending. And that is, of course, 1 Samuel 8, 7. And this happened during when Samuel was the prophet of Israel. And, you know, what happened is they just kept coming to him and they said, we want a king. We want somebody else. What's that, the judges? judges? Yeah, the age of the judges. <laughs> Prophets, judges, what are, doesn't matter. Yes, it, <laughs> Dr. Yes, it, yes, it does. Yes, it does. See, yes, it does. <laughs> see, that's why Dr. Doge is here. He helps us. He's the theology <laughs> expert. But you can see that, that Samuel, he felt rejected, like I'm not doing a good job, right? And, and of course, the priest is part of that whole thing, right? So the long story short, God says to him, for it is not you they have rejected, but they rejected me as their king, just as they have done from the day I brought them up out of Egypt until this day, forsaking me and serving other gods, so they are doing to you. And mm -hmm. so this is the same thing, these people groups that have brought this country into being. We have a, a heritage in this country that they are trying to destroy, that they are trying to replace. And this replacement is going to be to burn everything to the ground. And so this is why there is no saving anything here. They are trying to build a new world order. Mm -hmm. right. And this is something that's even come from the people that have led our country. And so we talk about the great replacement. We're, we'll go in more depth on that because we're talking about Klaus Schwab. We're talking about, you know, what are these things that are happening in Davos and these meetings around the world. And the things they have said are so evil but then they turn around and make a patent for it. If you can't deny when somebody makes a patent, and not only when they give a patent are they saying, this is what we're going to do to you, but when we do it to you, you will we will own you. The United Nations is moving forward with digital currency, digital ID. They are forming a digital prison to entomb us in, so we cannot buy and sell, Right? And so you can see this government the Bible warned us about is in full swarm. And this, again, it's not debatable that we have this conspiracy. Well, it's right? thought-provoking. You know, it, it, I enjoy that. That was really thought-provoking because what you're really saying is it's not a population replacement. What it really is is we're replacing the divine, right? We're replacing that with, the you know, whatever the popular belief is because we want to replace our spiritual beliefs. We want to replace the position of God and place something else in that position. And so we take populations that don't have those beliefs, that don't share our Christianity. And we, you know, so by bringing them in, they bring their gods. That's exactly it. That's and the word does say right. that the wicked shall be turned to hell, Sheol, the grave, and a nation which forgets God. And uh, we can't just we can't just call on God at a time of crisis, a time of war, just to sound good in front of people. Uh, Israel tried that with their sacrifices and everything, but God told them, and we can read that in Isaiah fifty nine. How his mm -hmm. his ear was not heavy; he could not hear. But because of their sins, he's turned his face from them, and he will not hear them. And eventually, God will turn a nation over when a nation becomes uh, reprobate which is to a point of, of no recovery, God will turn a nation over. And, yeah. and it's yeah. glory be to God. We have a Christian remnant in this country. Uh, and I do believe that those of us who are in Christ, we will overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. But we cannot love who we are so much until we're not willing to die for the cause in the name of Christ. Yeah. And that's so very, very important for us to know. And I, I was listening to a clip today and, you know, a girl asking a, uh, an apologist, Christian apologist, um, prayer, you know, why do people pray for things like, you know, let me do well in school. Let me travel safely. If, if all these things are already ordained and, and I loved what he said, he's like, that's not what prayer is for. He's like, that's like a wish, right? He's like, but what prayer is for is to supplicate your will to his prayer is a struggle. Prayer mm -hmm. is that his will become your will, replacing mm. your will. And that's where the struggle is because of our humanity. It's difficult to do. And I really loved that because I was like, that's so true. And uh, anyway, we are we done? I think we're done today. Well, let me just I, share one more thing. No, we're done. 
She I'm says, just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> so, on, you know, we, we, we want you to know that, that we struggle and we want you to know that we think about mm-hmm. every one of these podcasts and that we're in this to, to, to the end. But at the same time, we're trying to figure out what is it inside of you that will stand up for Jesus. Uh, we're now doing a conference here in the area. It's called Save Our Children Conference. The truth is it seems to be impossible to get the church to actually agree on anything. And if they did agree on something, then they would, you know, not join maybe because so-and-so was leading it, right? So this is the point where we are trying to ask ourselves, what is it that could draw us together as one? And so we would, as we will down this alliance, which is the Truth, Faith, and Action Alliance, which is a lot of the real players in the Tampa Bay area, we found that our children was the most likely thing. And so be praying for us as we try and get a, a venue for our conference. And again, this is the situation where we have to stand up, and this is what the Holy Spirit has called us to do. But we can see also that the church is not being the church. It's, it's allowing evil to go on and then say nothing. And this is where I will tell you that love cannot sit idly by and say nothing while this replacement is happening. It's a fact, right? And so we have to be called to that truth. And and that's why we try and light you up every week to awaken something in you so that you know what time it is. And I'm going to speak to Dr. Dozier because when we were talking about this, this is almost years ago now, but I called him and I said, we got to do something. <laughs> and uh, he comes up with a verse like he always does. <laughs> and it's about the watchman declaration. And the Bible talks about if the watchman on the wall sees something happening and he doesn't sound the alarm, the Bible says that he is responsible and so you are now in that no, and this is why it's the information, the correct information, my people perish for lack of knowledge. So I pray that God will bless you and the Holy Spirit will come up and well up inside you to produce a testimony of him in these end times. It's your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Also, Amen. really quickly, just a little house cleaning. You guys check out the Red Bubble um, websites. I'll post a link on our Instagram and everywhere else for Supernatural Junkies merch. Help you could get some re- That's right. Rep us out there. Help show them who we are. Spread the word about our podcast. If you love this podcast, it would help us so much if you were to share it um, with someone that you think might be interested. We'd really appreciate it. Anyway, God bless you guys. Have and a great week. And there's some really good looking people on there. Oh my. <laughs> God bless you. Dr. Dozier, pray us out. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We honor you for your goodness and your mercy, your love, your kindness, and your peace. Father, we just pray in the name of Jesus that you were pleased with what we brought forth today. And I pray, Lord God, that there were uh, ears that were listening and hearts that will receive, Lord God. I pray that they will examine, that they will even research, Lord God. And, And I pray, Lord, that during this hour, during this time period, during this season, that your church will stand gallantly and victoriously calling upon you, relying upon you for your strength, your power, and your boldness, also your wisdom. And we do give you honor, glory, and praise at this time in the season. We're also praying for those children who are caught up, Lord, in sex trafficking and illegal immigration and things of the like. And I pray, Lord God, that there will be an exposure of all of this sinister wickedness that has taken place today. And we do give you glory, honor, and praise. In Mm -hmm. Jesus' name, amen. 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 Hey folks, it's Dr. Dennis from Supernatural Junkies. I just want to talk to you today about ProTandem. I've been taking ProTandem for a few years, and you know what? I feel a difference. I am younger than my age. At least I think I am. Anyway, ProTandem is a strong antioxidant producer in your body because what it does, it causes your body to increase its glutathione production. And glutathione, folks, is the strongest antioxidant your body has. So if you want to keep strong antioxidants in your body and be a healthier you, I suggest you use ProTandem. Tandem. <laughs>